everyone and welcome to Southern Nerds. I am your Southern Nerd Jessa and uh, I just wanted to mention before we get into this month's episode, uh, my episode last month that I did on Game of Thrones, I want to apologize for all of the mispronunciations that I probably did. That's what happens when you read the words and don't hear the words. I make up my own pronunciations. So um, anyway, sorry if I, you know, grated anybody's ears on the pronunciations of the names uh, of the Game of Thrones characters. Anyway, I hope you liked that episode. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, So uh, this episode, we are nerding out about Pixar with Hillary. All right, everybody. Today, we are going to nerd out about Pixar. Yay! <laughs> I'm here with Hillary. And Hello. She is a Pixar nerd. Among other things. Among yeah. other things. Well, one of the, the main things, I mean, she's nerd about a lot of things, but the main thing we're going to talk about is Pixar. So, first Pixar movie you ever saw, what was it? Um, I, I mean, I've, I've seen them all, and I feel like I saw all of the, like, Toy Stories and things like that, but um, the first one I, like, vividly have a memory of seeing in theaters was Finding Nemo. So that was like circa 2003, I believe, if I'm correct, 2002 or 2003. Um, And I remember because my friend Katie and I, we laughed so hard at a sea monkey stole my wallet. And that was Dory's (laughs) lines. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, so like 12 or 13 year old me was like, loving that but yeah that's I, I vividly remember seeing that one in theaters but I'm sure I'd seen you know Toy Story and Toy everything Story but that was yeah a little bit earlier when did the Toy Stories come out that was mid 95 90s yeah, yeah 95 I think so, was the first one yeah you would have been a little young four or five yeah <laughs> you would have been a little young for that a little bit but as you got older you probably yeah. would you probably saw the one um was it still in the HS back then yeah yeah they, they definitely were still VHS. I, 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 my first DVD, we were just talking about this, was Austin Powers and Tarzan. But Toy Story came out before that. Yeah, yeah. so it's still VHS. VHS tapes. For those who don't know, VHS tapes. No, I'm just kidding. You can just Google it. Um, okay, so what made you... Did the obsession start right away? or? Oh, definitely not. No. Um, when, when did that start? Probably in, I think, college. I mean, I, I liked them a lot in high school, but I, this is, this is, again, how much of a nerd I am. One Friday night, I was bored in college. Very high social life. I was not out drinking. Um, but instead, I found uh, DVD, like the Blu-rays. This was right when Blu-rays were new. Oh. So the Blu-ray mm-hmm. edition that I had um had director's commentary on it and I'd never listened to that before so I was like you know what I've seen Toy Story a million times let's hear what the directors themselves and the people who worked on the film have to say about it and I suggest to everyone to go and do that even if it's not Pixar you can do that with like your favorite film if it has director's commentary you just learn something new about it so Um, then it was my like sole mission to listen to every single director's commentary <laughs> that was available, all the extra features, anything that was available for me to you just, you run the DVDs dry. Yes, anything they the had. Extra yeah, actually, content. I'm a snob because my Ratatouille DVD that I have of um, currently is like very limited on special features, so I don't know as much about that one as oh, I want to no. know about the others. 
You gotta get you gotta get some info. Yeah, on I need issue. to go shopping and find the right one. So you you did? Did you complete all of them? No, I, Ratatouille is still the one. That, yeah. Besides, like the most recent ones, I haven't right. gotten my hands on the director's commentary. Like Coco or Coco or I think even like Inside Out. Inside I haven't seen, Out, which would be oh, that I think so good. So good because Inside yeah. Out was really really good. Yeah, I really liked Inside Out. Yeah, right. Like it just made so much sense. They talked about the brain. And how you can be happy and sad at the same time, like, yes. and they explained it so well. There's probably yeah, they did. They did. I, there's a really cool interview of Pete Doctor, who is the director uh, of Up, but Inside Out Two was his like most recent one. Yeah, and he talks about how he interviewed a lot of like psychologists and people like that to get the inner workings of the brain right. But of course, they're so creative, so they thought of all these different ways to explain that in the movie and in the script. So. Right. Um, I don't know what that interview is called. Not very good. But I listened to it once, and it, yeah, if you can find it, it's like 20 minutes. You should, you should watch it. You should yeah, <laughs> listen to that one. <laughs> you, should, you should listen to that one. I liked, I don't know, I think Inside Out was the one that spoke to me the most, just because, like, it was it was the best illustration of oh, depression yeah. that I've ever seen. And it's hard to tell people right. like what depression is about because I mean some people don't have it. Right. And it's hard, like my husband Joel doesn't have it. Right. And I do. And so he's just like, Well, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing's wrong. I'm just sad. Right, right. And you know, and it's just it's hard to it's hard to to I guess illustrate or properly describe um how depression is right and that i've heard that a lot from people yeah for sure yeah yeah, um, yeah. i've definitely heard that a lot from people and i think that they were hoping too that you know like pixar they like hate it when you call them kids movies yeah no, um yeah because they're they're not they're just no. great movies yeah um but I think the at the same time, movies. yeah, it's a family movie, right? And so, like, on on the same aspect of what you're talking about, it might be easier for a kid who might be struggling with something like that mm-hmm. and doesn't know how to identify it to say, like, this is what, and, you know, maybe opening up some really yeah. cool conversations. Some dialogue. Them. Yeah, like, oh, like, how she talks is how I, like, right. I feel sometimes. Right. Yeah, it was, it was really, it was really good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um... So what, tell us about, like, more about your nerdiness in Pixar. Like, what else is it that draws you into, into Pixar besides, like, what about the, the director's commentary? Um, did you find, like, fascinating? Yeah. What drew you in? Yeah. Who are some of your favorite director writers? Yeah. So um, when I first listened to the director's commentary, it was the first Toy Story. So for that one... I think it was um, John Lasseter and Ed Catmull, I'm pretty sure, were two of the people talking for that one. And and for those of you that don't know, like, it's um, two of the first, like, I guess you can call them founding fathers of Pixar. Um, And they're just, like, very creative people. And that extends to, like, the people who have done films past that, too. Like, Andrew Stanton, Pete Docter, who I just mentioned, Mm -hmm. Lee Unkrich, who seems to be the big guy now. He's who did Coco. Coco, So, yeah, yeah. and Toy Story 3. So... Um, I haven't are... seen Coco yet. What? 
Oh my god, you're gonna cry like a baby. That's what I heard. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, and I, I heard, heard it's like it's like ugly crying. Yes, and I have some friends um, back home too who um, talked about like the Hispanic and Mexican culture of it too, and yeah. they like actually captured that really well, which is pretty. Yeah, you're gonna cry like a baby. It's right. So good. I'm, Very I'm, colorful. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> if you ever need a good cry, yeah, just just, just put that in. <laughs> um, but. Um, with the director's commentary, it's just really cool because they talk about, like, things that you've always seen. If you're familiar with Pixar, you know that they put, like, Easter eggs throughout the whole, um, their universe, I What's guess the if truck? you call it that. Yeah, Pizza Planet truck. That's yes. from the first movie, um, Toy Story. But you see that truck in every single film. It might take, like, slightly different shapes. Like, right. in Brave, I wasn't sure how they were going to do that because they're in the, like, Scottish Highlands. Like, how are they going to have yeah. a Pizza Planet truck drive by? But... It was a little wooden yeah, toy. It was a wooden yeah, toy. so they kind of disguised it that way. But most of the time, you'll see the yellow truck in some scene or form or fashion, you know. Um, but yeah, so they talked a little bit more about like the Easter eggs there. They would talk about how it was a complete, you know, like the direction the film was going in, but then they had to change it last minute, or um, how long it took to do Sully's hair was insane yeah. at that time because that technology like just wasn't there. And they'll talk about. <laughs> Um, in The Incredibles, there's a really cool, um, a really funny moment where Brad Bird, how did I forget Brad Bird? Brad um, Bird, yeah. He, uh, so amazing. Yeah, he, they're all at the table eating dinner and they're all arguing. And so there's a lot of like dishes and condiments and things like that on the table. Yeah. And they were all worried about the continuity of the scene. Like, because if, if you go away, for, like, think about it for, uh-huh. it's important for like live action too. Like you can't just move the butter dish all of a sudden across the table. Yeah, right. But that becomes like even harder when you're animating it. So yeah. they would they kept That's screaming. They kept screaming like, "But what about the broccoli or something? But what about the gravy? What about the gravy?" Oh, That's what they kept saying because it kept moving like slightly. Oh, that's so they're I think a bunch of perfectionists a little bit too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably what we would not notice. You know, right, yeah, that's no. what the commentary kind of draws out oh. and talks about, or like cool behind the scenes stories too. I heard, and I don't remember where I heard this, and it may have been like a bonus feature or something in one of the toy stories but like it was one of the toy stories almost didn't get finished because they lost yes was that toy story 2 i no i think it might have oh, even the been first the first one, one. because um, it was some lady it was a lady who had just had a baby and she was at home with the baby and because she was working on toy story at home she had a backup of it at her see, house i don't know that story or maybe i've forgotten that story oh gosh and she almost lost it no like they lost it like but she had the backup. But she had this the backup. This does sound familiar. This does sound really Yeah, familiar. she had the backup because she was working on it at home because she had just yes. had a baby. And she, like, almost, she single-handedly, Man. like, saved. I think if that would happen, like, now, that just doesn't, you know, you'd have, like, yes. multiple backups. But I guess back then it wasn't. Yeah, like, I don't I don't remember, and I don't remember, like, the specifics of it. But yeah, that does like, sound familiar. Like, something happened, there was, there was like, a, I don't know, just a... a catastrophic failure yeah. at some point and she had the only copy yeah. at her house <laughs> nice. and so the movie got saved because yeah. they would have had to i don't think it would have ever gotten made because they would have had to completely redo it right and there was no way they could afford that and these things take like three or four years to complete yeah, forever Ugh, insane. it's a long time and um yeah i thought you were gonna mention um how they were going like a different direction and Woody, the character of Woody was just like 
played out as this like super mean, nasty guy. Oh, and yeah. when it, they screen tested it with like audiences and people, they did not react well to this character of Woody. And we all know Woody is like this level. Yeah, he's kind of like yeah, rough around the edges. He's Tom he, Hanks. Yeah, he he is Tom <laughs> Hanks. But like if you listen to, they have these storyboards that they put Tom Hanks' voice in. Tom Hanks is great at yelling. Um, but like, you know what I mean? Like in those scenes where yeah. he has to yell, but literally every single scene he was yelling at the top of his lungs and oh it just was not painting Woody to be like this lovable character. Yeah. Um, so like, that almost ruined it too. Toy? Yeah. That almost ruined it too. And I think maybe they were oh. working with Disney at the time and Disney was like, no, this was before Disney bought yeah. Pixar. But yeah, it almost got canceled for that too. It was very mm. interesting. That is interesting. So now, okay, let me go back into like the history of Pixar because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant of it's it. <laughs> Most people like, are and they live perfectly fine lives. A lot of people are. <laughs> Funny that you mentioned it. Okay, so Pixar was a, its own original company at first. Um, they Or did they partner with Disney? They were actually... Like, what happened? Okay, I am also <laughs> slightly ignorant in this aspect as well, but I believe... They were actually working, um, they were just like doing graphic designs and things like that in okay. the 80s. And um, they weren't with Disney at all. And uh, they had made these short films, a couple short films. Yeah, with the lamp. And... Yeah, there's some really old ones too. Yeah. Um, is it Tin Toy that's terrifying? Yeah. I don't know. Are you oh, nodding ahead of me? Yeah, Tin Toy, yeah. terrifying. Um, <laughs> with this huge baby. And it looks like a thing of nightmares, like super early. I'm gonna have to animation. look that up. Yeah, they, it's Pixar shorts, like okay. in the volumes of Pixar shorts. You can definitely watch it there. Okay, I'm um, gonna check that out. I don't know if I've seen that one. But they were also tied up with like Apple and, um, yeah. or I don't know if it was, I don't know the history of that as much. But Steve Jobs was like a yeah. big actor of theirs too. Yeah, Steve Jobs was in it. And mm-hmm. then he, did he get. He got bought out, or he got kicked out, and then he ended up going back in. Like there was like some, there's been a lot of exchange of hands. Yeah, and Disney and Pixar did not see eye to eye. Okay. Disney wanted more control, I think, um, I believe as well. But eventually, they worked it all out, and um, Pixar is still Disney Pixar, but it's different than like Disney Animation Studios, which is making good things these days too. Um, yeah. You know, when you think of like Tangled and Frozen and yeah. Big Hero Six, that's all Disney, but. Oh, Not Pixar. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I guess like Pixar would be it's it's its own thing. Yeah. But under the umbrella. But under well, the umbrella. There's a lot of things like that with Disney now. Like yeah. Marvel is that way. Yeah. Um we can't mess with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No. And um <laughs> I guess like Lucasfilm now too. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I would oh, say those are the big three, right? Disney. Pixar. Pixar, Marvel, mm-hmm. and Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So, um, gosh. And there are so many Pixar movies now. Like, I'm positive that I've missed some. Um, like, okay, let's I, go okay. Down. One thing I did when I was like very in deep, and this was in my se- like senior year of college or so, I would like test myself. This was the thing I did. Okay. Um, I would, <laughs> I would get out a piece of paper and I would write them all down in order. Okay. But that's not where I stopped. I would write down the year they came out. Okay. The short that was in front of them. What? The director. What? And sometimes. This is amazing. Sometimes I would also write 
the um, composer, like who composed the music, which That's is another amazing. great part of Pixar. Let's go into that. Um, the composers? Yes. Okay, cool. Because um, <laughs> I never so, think about them. So Pixar is like super loyal when it comes to, <laughs> remember when I thought this would be hard? Like, oh, how are we going to talk about Pixar? How am I ever going to talk about Pixar? Um, I don't know that much about it. <laughs> they're like, they're like super loyal. Like they have people they keep inviting back to be voices. Um, yeah, because um, what's his name? John and, Ratzenberger. Yeah, and that's like their good luck charm. He's in Brad every... Bird almost ruined that. By Did the he way. really? Yeah, because they brought on Brad Bird to do the Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah, because he was in at the very end. The very end. Brad Bird was like, I don't need that. I'm new, new blood. You know, I'm right. not part of this superstition. But then he's like, No. And he is in every single Pixar. Don't mess with something. Yeah, he is. Okay. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Back no, 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 it's okay. We'll, we'll get back um, to that in a minute. So they're, like, very loyal. They like the people they like, um, and it it's hard for them sometimes to sway from different people, and you'll see that. Um, but for the first couple of films, um, Randy Newman did yes. the music, the original songs that you know, that voice that you know, too, and it fit those movies so well, too. Yeah. Um, so he did, like, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Um, he did not do Finding Nemo. <sighs> that is... Thomas Newman, I believe related. Uh, but are they yeah, related? Like, no relation I think or relation. Related, but yeah, don't quote me on that one. I'd have okay. to look it up. Maybe no relation. Um, possible and, relation. And, yeah, <laughs> possible relations. Um, maybe like his nephew or something. And then mm. changing the game again, Brad Bird brought in Michael Giacchino, which if you're a nerd, <laughs> you know that he composed Lost. He was the person who did all the music for the television show. Oh. Lost, and I don't know how he and Brad Bird like got together, but he did that incredible score for The Incredibles. Um, <laughs> I did not mean that. <laughs> no, I, intended. But um, no, he he brought that for that, and then um, Brad Bird did Ratatouille as well. Um, so he worked with Ratatouille, and he's done many, if not most. He's done most of the ones <laughs> since then, most of the scores since then. Um, as oh. well, so Michael Giacchino came in for that. Has he done? Has he done the most recent ones like Inside Out Coco, and Coco yeah, and all that? Coco, he's the new guy. Well, Coco, he might have he did the score, but I I think they contributed like they collaborated a lot with um, people from uh, the like Mexican heritage because they wanted that true feel of that music yeah, true as well. Um, yeah, but I think song. he did some of it, and then um, <laughs> the. The writers for Frozen, the Lopez, uh, they're like a duo, husband and wife, I think. Um, hmm. They wrote the like lyrics and songs that they sang in Coco, which you don't know yet because you haven't seen it. I haven't seen that. But you need to see it. I do need to see it. Um, but yeah, Michael Giacchino did a lot of those really great scores. So yeah, in my like true like height of my, we call it the sickness. Um, <laughs> like, like something's wrong with Hillary. Like, what's going on over there? I would like test myself by writing it all down. In well, order. I bought you. We bought you the um, wasn't it a Pixar like day to day calendar that had like Pixar trivia in it? I think so. Yeah, and I see. I don't even remember that. That was so long ago. But yeah, I, yes, yeah. In college, I had yeah. it in my like in my apartment room. Yeah, that's funny. I thought you were going to talk about the shirt you bought me because you also bought me that. Yeah, I bought you the Pixar. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, yeah. I bought you the Pixar shirt. It was like anything Pixar. I see. I think of you. Yeah, still works for you today. <laughs> still works. Still works. And you know what? So People will be like, "Well, Hillary, what do you think about Cars and Cars Two and, and three. Cars 3? And 
you know what? Still entertaining. Maybe mm-hmm. not the best of the franchise. Yeah. I never saw the third one. I think I saw the second one. Yeah, I saw the second one um, in theaters, but I think, think they're going to wait on. I think I saw the second one. I'm not 100% sure on that, mm-hmm. but I think I did. I know I didn't see the third one yeah. at all. Um, you know what you did see? What? The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> the Good Dinosaur. What, is that Pixar? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I don't even know yeah. anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that. Oh my god. Let's talk about the good dinosaur for a minute because I can you ugly cried. Yeah. Sorry, that. Okay. The, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle. Sweet. The orphan boy, like I'm gonna cry right now talking He's, about. He it. found his mom, right? They like got back together. I only saw it. That I one think. Time. I think it was his dad. I yeah, think they his, found dad. his dad. Okay. But then, because like it was when they drew the pictures in the yeah. dirt, and I was like, oh, and I lost. <laughs> right. I lost. It. That's right. It was like a true like Mowgli and Baloo type situation. <laughs> and then, well, listen, it was um, it's like oh, where are his. Oh, when he got back to his house, and it was like, oh, where are his, like, siblings and father? And I'm like, they're all dead. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a common theme, too. Not just with Pixar, but, like, with Disney. Um, there's a lot oh of, like, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, parents that pass away yes. or, like, traumatic events that render the child parentless and an orphan. Why has that oh, always been a thing? Oh. Like, back to Bambi, you know? Yeah. Well, Dizzy does that, too. Like, in Big yeah. Hero 6, that was a, yes. that was a oh. thing. Like his talking about Tadashi. Yeah. <laughs> Tragic loss. <laughs> that was a thing. The thing, too, with that was, like, we got to know him for a while. <clears throat> yeah. And then they took him away. It was, really, like, really surprising. Finding Nemo, like, yeah, it's sad. The mom it's off camera. dies. But, like, it's very quick, you know? Yeah. it's off. It happens off camera. Yeah. I don't know. Finding Nemo was very, um, I don't know, that's probably one of my favorites. Finding Nemo? Yeah. I think I say it's my favorite, too. Like, people get mad because, I I don't know, it's just overplayed a lot, I feel like, which makes you kind of sick of it, you know? Right. You've seen it so many times. But when you, like, strip it away from that, like, you think about the scenery Um, and... It's really pretty. Unless you hate the ocean, maybe. Right. well, Pixar does a really good job of they'll they'll have that one scene in every single one of their movies where they're like, "Look what we can do!" Yeah, oh yeah, and it's just like the big sweeping scene oh, yeah. of like they under paid the ocean a lot of attention or, to landscapes. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's just so in every single Pixar movie there's that scene where yeah. it's just like, "Look how cool we are!" Yeah, and um, it like develops each time too. And if you think about it, three or four years, <clears throat> um, between. That's how long it takes to make like one movie, right? So yes. Um, so yeah, they they take all that time, and the technology is changing and getting better. And um, they had like a quote one time that oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher it. The art, the technology pushes the art, and the art inspires the technology. Like it's yes. a never-ending loop, right? Like, yes. They think of these things, but they can't do it yet, so they have to develop a new technology. And then once they do, they're like, oh, wow, that's yeah. even cooler. Like, like what can else do, can we do? Yeah, we can do this one thing, and we can do all yeah. these other things. Yeah. So I was actually, I was looking, I don't know if you've seen them, but uh, on Twitter, Lee Unkrich recently, you haven't seen it because you haven't seen Coco. Yeah, I haven't seen um, But they have, like, these character, they call them, like, the Bibles for the character expressions. Okay. Like, they'll have different faces. There's a dog in Coco named Dante. Um and they said this was like the Bible for people animating Dante because this is what he would do, this is what he would not do. And it was like just subtle things of like a change in the eyebrows, like being too down or like the eyes being too big to show like 
happy, sad, confused. Mm. And they said, do this, don't do don't this, do because this is out of his character. Mm. Like, they have it down to that much, like, control. Like, like control this, we know character. exactly how this character moves and mm. acts. So when you're having so many different animators work on it, you know, yeah. that makes sense. You need and, that kind yeah, of... Yeah, that kind of continuity. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about, because I think it's underrated. I don't know how. It's underrated, I guess, in line circles. But, like, Finding Dory. Oh, I think it's underrated. Yeah, you've seen it? I've seen it. Okay. The octopus is my spirit animal. Hank? <laughs> yes. What's that actor's name? Ed? Oh, gosh. No. Ed? Oh, God. He's in Married with Children, Modern Family. Oh, um, um, O'Neal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, like, the, when he had me was, like, when he's talking about, like, small talk, and it's like, how are you? Everything's fine. Newsflash. Nobody's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's okay. And it's just like, I was like, oh my gosh. Hank, yes. Nobody is okay. Yeah. And it's okay that nobody's okay. Yeah. You just go about your day and that's great. And I just, oh my gosh. I, I, I wanted to. What other parts of it did you like a lot? Like, or can you think of like why it stood out or why you think it's underrated? I don't know. I just think. And I mean, it might just be like in my own head that it's underrated because I don't, I mean, I have a kid, but he's getting to the point now where he's kind of getting too old for those kind of movies, but not that you're, you ever get too old for those kind of movies. He thinks he's too old. He thinks he's too old for those kind of movies. And I can, I think I might be able to get by like doing it for a couple more years, but Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, I didn't see a whole lot of press about it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of like, oh, look at this yeah, movie. Yeah. And it was just, it kind of came and went really quick. Yeah. And um, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it, um, I probably like rented it or I saw it on Netflix. I think I saw it on Netflix. Yeah. Before Netflix or before Disney pulled all their stuff because they're doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just, I really liked I liked Hank. He was my yeah, favorite. Good character. I liked the. I just I liked all the the characterization of the the um, fish and mammals in the aquarium. Yeah. Because they're very neurotic. Yeah. Like more so than. Right. I mean, the fish in the ocean are pretty neurotic, yeah. but the ones in the aquarium had a different level of neuroses. Well, it's funny that you bring that up, because, like, <laughs> a lot of, um, I, you know, I don't know this for a fact, but this was around the time that, not to get into this, but this was around the time that the movie Blackfish came out. Oh. Very anti-aquarium, okay. like, feelings. I and, never made that correlation. And so, like, we were all, we were all, like, wondering when this movie comes out, we were like, the, the previews look kind of anti-captivity, anti-zoo and aquarium. How is this going to pan out? And it wasn't quite that. Right. But if you look at it, it kind of has those undertones, it right? Does. It and does. And they haven't, they haven't made any kind of statements or anything like that. No. Um... And, you know, it's not the first time that Pixar would have taken any kind of, like, political stand. I mean, think Wally. Yeah, Wally's a... Oh, my gosh, yeah. Right. We can talk about Wally in a second. <laughs> right. So, Wally it would, it would be the first time... Start political statement. Um, but I was glad to see that it wasn't totally um, 
anti anti captivity yeah. or anti aquarium. It wasn't, but I could see. But you see what I'm saying? Like the neurotic, like it's a characterization, like a very human, like yeah. type characterization that it was is. put on those animals. It is, and I think they did focus in in uh, finding Dory. They did focus a lot on. The animals that were in the aquarium were there to be rehabilitated. Right, right, right. right. So they made it more like um, it's like a rehab place. Right, 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 right. And not necessarily like, oh, this is right. You know, so we were all hoping kind of it was going to be like a call to action and like, wow, the ocean's like they're really important. shitty to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is why these animals are here. And it I covers think, most of our planet, guys. You know, if I had one complaint, I think they could have done that a little bit more or better. Like talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe realize how echolocation actually works. That's oh, what I, was <laughs> I was like, you can't see all the way to this moving van on a highway but you by sending memes. It, it was, was really good. funny. It was good. Oh, also from Modern Family. That's Ty uh, Burrell, the funny yeah, guy, yeah, Phil, yeah. Phil Dumpy, right? Yeah, so okay. I wonder what that's like to work with. Well, they're not really working together. Yeah. They're alone. Yeah, in the studio. Voice booth sometimes. Probably. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I, Funny Dory, like, got me. And I think also because I I heavily identify with Dory. Yeah. Because she forgets things. And I have a horrible short-term memory. Right, right, right. Like, I have Also, a, Ella DeGeneres, like... Oh, my gosh. Ella <laughs> amazing. And I have a horrible short-term memory. Like, I... Like, today, for example, today I was on the phone making a dentist appointment. And, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I'm Jessica. I'm here to make, you know, make an appointment and blah, blah. And the lady's like, oh, okay, well, let me get your information down. And she's like, oh, um, you said your name was Jessica? And I'm like, I'm so impressed with you right now because I told that to you 10 seconds ago and you just remembered it. She's like, oh, <laughs> thanks. You know, like she was. You were impressed by it. I was very menial. <laughs> really impressed by it. Because yeah. she, like, rattled it off. She yeah. was just like, oh, this is you. And you're calling for this. And, you know, and I was like, wow, that's, I would have never, like, I forgot what I told you. Right. And I'm the one that's saying it. And it's just, I don't know. And I, I really liked that. The, also, like, the never giving up. Oh, yeah. That's really big on me for yeah. for some reason. And just that her, since her parents never gave up on her and they yeah. left the trail for her, even yeah. when they absolutely should have given up on her. Right. You know? Right. Um, but she eventually did find her way home, and I don't know. I yeah. just... I find that... No, it was it, it was a good movie. It was really good. I think good. just people were like, ah, sequel, another sequel. Yeah. They all, like, wanted to see something original. It's rare. Mm-hmm. Sequels are rare that they're mm-hmm. as good, if not better, than the original. Right. But, um... Let's go back to Wally for a second. Okay. I love Wally. Back to Wally. That's another one of those where... You're talking like big landscape shots. Yes. Wally shooting across the sky yeah. with that fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> fire also, is it Hello Dolly that they danced to a lot in that one? Yes. Some bro- old Broadway. Yes. I think it's Hello Dolly or it something like that. Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. So random. It was. It was just whatever he could find. That was VHS that he had or something. Yeah. Yeah. He found on the thing. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It, it was very. I don't know if it's necessarily a political statement, but it was a very strong social statement yes yeah that's a better word for it yeah for sure yeah just the and i thought it was really ballsy for the first i don't know how long it was like almost 20 minutes 20 minutes without a single Mm -hmm. word Mm -hmm. which is 
A funny fact about when I first saw Wally, I was also in high school. I do remember seeing this one in theaters, and I meant to go see a rated R film with my friends, but I forgot my ID, or I wasn't oh. 17 yet, so I had to go to Wally instead. So I don't think I actually gave Pixar my money for that one. Like I had a ticket for something else, or something. I don't. I don't remember what happened, but I wasn't meant to be there. Wally was very different than whatever stupid Angelina what Jolie movie. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, some rated R. Oh, wow, that's funny. Yeah, so sorry, Pixar. I've given you back the money. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, not for that one. I'm quite sure you have given your money <laughs> back to Pixar aside from that. Um, let's see. What else have you found interesting about Pixar? I mean, besides, like, I know you want to work there. Like, yeah, that's so something bad. people ask me, like, Hillary, if you could have, like, one dream job, what would it be? And I say, anything Pixar Studios. Do I have that kind of talent? No. I am not an animator. I cannot draw. I don't know anything about computers. I made my brother do my GIS project for me in school, so, like, that tells you something. I have no spatial awareness. Like, none of that is good for trying to be a person who works at Pixar. Um, but I have looked, and they have jobs like... Um, secretary sometimes or right, okay. like sandwich assistant um okay. that was a full-time job that popped up once it was like cafe manager you just had to be able to manage a cafe I think I could do that, you could do that. but I'd have to live in Emeryville California and right. the pay probably wouldn't be great so yeah cost of living in California is, yeah yeah west coast cost of living right insane as opposed to east coast yeah um, I have, which is like where kind yes. of like more along the lines much of where cheaper. you are. Yeah, much cheaper. <laughs> Not cheap, but cheaper. Um, yeah, you know, their whole like work system is just very cool. Like they're, they're set up. Um, and I think all these like big companies have similar type of work spaces, but right. they just seem very open and collaborative. Um, they do have a cereal bar there. Cereal bar. Let's just, talk about the cereal bar. As many different types of cereals as you can... Like, think about, like, a hotel continental breakfast, but instead of, like, the crappy scrambled eggs and sausage that have been sitting there forever, it's just that cereal turner thing, you know, where you can, like, crank out different types of cereal. But there's, like, 75 of them all lining the walls. And then there's different types of milk. And that's what they do for snack breaks. Like, that's part of their, like, creative process is, like... Going to Free talk time, about everybody. yeah, going to talk about a scene over a bowl of Captain yeah. Crunch mixed with get some cereal, cinnamon toast crunch. I would be down with that. Yeah, um, but you can't you can't tour Pixar Studios oh. is the thing. You have to be invited. We have to work on this. Yeah, I don't. I've been trying to make connections like with anybody <laughs> I meet. Um, I once met a guy who did like lighting. He came on my tour uh, and yeah. I tried to talk, but he was not. He was like a he, he was not a super, like, talkative guy. Right. Um, so I tried to, like, pry information out of him, but he, all he did was, like, the lighting, which is super important super and very... Important, very important job. Yeah, it can set the tone. Good but, job, guy. Yeah, he did not offer me a tour of Pixar Studios, which is weird. <laughs> what? Because he had just paid a lot of money to come on my tour, <laughs> so tour. I thought he would offer me... Yeah. <laughs> but no. No, no luck. Not so much. No luck. One day. Yeah. One I'm day. there. We'll get to Pixar. <laughs> Well, thank you for talking of course. about Pixar with, with me, and um, I guess that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can subscribe to Southern Nerds Podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Give me a like on Facebook at Southern Nerds Podcast. You can also go to my website, southernnerdspodcast.com, for updates. 
And if you want to talk to me about what you nerd out about, drop me a line on Facebook or email me at southernnerdspodcast at gmail.com. Nerd out.